Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. In this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Audio Experience, Dr. Javier is joined by Dr. Kaylee Garrett-Zimmerman. Kaylee dives into discussing the struggles she faced transitioning from a student PT to a new grad PT. Being completely overwhelmed and burnt out within a short time frame after graduating made her realize that she wasn't meant to be the standard 40-hour PT, but instead an entrepreneur. She discusses how she overcame those initial feelings of overwhelm and turned those struggles into major lessons that shaped her career. Tune in to gain insight on these valuable lessons she learned from asking the right questions at job interviews, to negotiating salaries, gaining valuable skills, and changing your mindset to ultimately gain the confidence necessary to succeed. This is an episode you won't want to miss. Welcome back to another episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Podcast. I'm the host, Javier Carlin, the founder of the New Grad PT Mentors, a physical therapist and a New Grad uh, PT career coach. And today I'm excited to bring on Dr. Kaylee Garrett-Simmerman. She's been a physical therapist for a little over two years. Uh, She burnt out about one and a half years after graduating, uh, which caused two hospital visits due to the stress and anxiety she was having. Uh, She was able to leave that situation and start PRN Home Health in order to focus on things that she was more passionate about. Uh, She has owned a successful cash-based women's health physical therapy practice for about six months and is currently creating an online aspect to that business. They call her the vagina doctor. Every day is a strive for your passion and progress towards your goals. She loves to focus on mindset and the importance of perspective with her patients, clinicians, and students. In her free time, she enjoys cooking, reading, and doing new things outdoors while having a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like a pretty damn cool person to me. I, I, think, I think she's freaking amazing, <laughs> and I appreciate her so much for jumping on this podcast. So again, Kaylee, thank you so much. Um, it really is an honor to have you on here. So uh, thank you for your time. No, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. So um, let's just go ahead and start with you giving um, the listeners a glimpse of, of like your background and, and your life. Yeah. So I do you want me to start from like the beginning, beginning when I came out of the womb or like later in life, PT school well, life, undergrad life? I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess coming, I guess coming out of the womb had something to do with you like transitioning into women's health. So we can start there. <laughs> so it was 522 in the morning. No, no. So I've always had a passion for the human body and the way that it moves and functional movement. I have been, or I was a ballerina for about 20 years of my life. 
started dancing at the age of three. I actually had a lot of injuries and a lot of things going on that I never told anyone about. I did see a physical therapist, which is what sparked my interest when I was 15. I saw the physical therapist for a lot of ankle pain and a lot of problems with certain positioning um, in ballet because you have to have a lot of extreme flexibility. And I was having issues, so I went to physical therapist, fell in love with it, ended up working for him as a technician, and uh, went to the process of trying to get into PT school. I graduated with an exercise science degree from undergrad, but I could, it took me, I think, three times to get into PT school. So I was denied the first few. So once I got there, it, I was extremely grateful to be there because it was just a process and something I knew I was passionate about and wanting to do, and, and I was really excited. And then I realized, this funny story, that like on day one, that I was very different from all of the other people and all of the colleagues that I had at that time. Um, I was probably the only female that had any aspiration of wanting to be a business owner at all. Um, wanting to be, I love to boss people around and tell people what to do. Um, but I was told by, you know, everybody else that it was just, you go and work for somebody else. And that's just what I thought. And it ended up kind of being brainwashed into my head that that's what had to happen. Um, and then you realize, of course, taking out student debt, going through school, then you look at that number and you're like, well, maybe business ownership isn't where I want to be. Maybe that's not the smartest option. So by the time I graduated, I just took a job. And I took a job, and we will probably talk a little bit more about that in detail, I'm sure, but took a job, wasn't the right decision. So, but again, everything I think happens for a reason, and it helped to lead me to where I am today. And now I am a cash practice owner, and I love it. As far as women's health goes, I've had my own pelvic floor dysfunctions. I won't go into the specifics of that, but if you follow me on social media, you will soon find out about all of my storytelling when it comes to pelvic floor dysfunctions. So um, I have an experience on that side of it as well. And now I help postpartum athletes reach their highest achievements so that they don't have any pain, embarrassment, or problems with that. So, and I love it. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's, that's amazing, Kaylee. Um, it's, it's so funny because uh, going back to like, you know, that, that idea that like we have all these student loans. So we, we feel like we need to, you know, have just a standard job. And now mm -hmm. we start to figure out, wait a second, like if we actually want to pay those student loans off, then the, the best way to do that is to become an entrepreneur. Of course, there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, you yeah. have to learn certain skills and the earlier you learn those skills, the better. Um, but at the end of the day, that is the best way to go about it because it also allows you to work um, within your passion. And obviously you're very passionate about what you do. Um, and, uh, and if, like she said, if anyone wants to hear more about like her story and, and, and her background, like go ahead and follow her. Cause she, uh, she shares her story quite a bit and it's, it's just so amazing to, to see, to put yourself out there and, and be vulnerable and just be transparent with everyone because I think the world needs more of that. So, so, um, yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. So tell us a little bit about your, uh, you, you spoke a little bit about it, but tell us more about your transition, you know, out of PT school and into the real world. Like, how how was it like what what did you what did you kind of struggle with um during that time period of your life yeah so i graduated pt school this doesn't matter i say it because it's just like one of those things that stuck with me i graduated with high honors because i busted my ass through pt school um i say that again because nobody in my interviews asked me about that so <laughs> um, i graduated from pt school and i was still mad about that for the longest time i was like nobody asked that i was smart <laughs> anyways <laughs> Kaylee, I, know, I know you're smart i know you're smart you're probably one of the smartest people <laughs> So, 
Yeah. Um, so I graduated from PT school and I started to look for jobs. Of course, I took my boards when I was in school. So um, I took my boards during the same time we had our exit exams. We were allowed to do that at the time that I had graduated at the school I was at. Um, and so when I took my boards, I took my laws exam for Florida and I decided I wanted to stay in Florida. Started to look around, had a connection here in the Tampa area. And the transitioning part, I was excited, but I was scared. <laughs> I got out and I knew what that one, the loan number was, and I knew that I needed to find somewhere quick because I thought for some reason that like, if I started to work two days after I graduated, that that would go away in a month. I don't know what that process was. I took no break between, I, I went right to it. So um, went, took an, I interviewed and I didn't even ask any of the right questions. There's specific questions that I should have asked and I never did. I only observed for a couple of hours took the job because it sounded good at the time mm -hmm. you know of course um, and I only interviewed at, at one place and the funny part is that I had so much trouble going into PT school or getting into PT school that I didn't learn my lesson on asking the right questions mm -hmm. did the same thing with the job interview and then just took that first one that was offered to me moved and took it and the very first day i realized i had no idea what i was doing i felt like i knew no diagnosis the very first patient i had was extremely complex meaning like everything in the world was going on and i remember looking at the referral and there were six diagnosis codes on there and i was like oh no and i took a job without mentorship as well so i should probably say that too um, <laughs> And then the documenting was like a madhouse. I went home crying for the first couple of weeks because I was like, what is happening? Oh, no. But it's all because I didn't have confidence in myself. And it really truly is all because I wasn't able to see the right things that I needed to see as far as mindset was going. And I've learned that now, which is a huge deal. Um, but I do appreciate the experience looking back. At the time, I thought that transition was the worst thing that ever happened to me. But it wasn't because now I'm looking at it and it's just that was probably one of the biggest learning experiences of my life because at that moment is when I realized that I'm not a 40 hour a week PT. Um, I am an entrepreneur because I like to tell people what to do and I create things on the fly all the time and I love to kind of make things work like they're supposed to do, creating systems, whatever it might be. Uh, but that transition was very hard uh, mentally, emotionally, and physically on me because I went from school to working 10-hour shifts, and it was just, it was a tough, tough transition, but I can't say I regret it. Yeah, I mean, you survived, so. <laughs> I did. I'm, I'm still here. You're still, you're still, you're still <laughs> Bringing here. Bringing wine, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, but I think there's just so much value in, in people understanding that, that um, we all we all shoot for that first that perfect first job, and there are questions that you can ask to kind of filter out the ones that uh, might be you know very very bad um, that and and that kind of like drain your energy and and you start to realize like oh shoot like uh, these questions are actually more important than we think and I think uh, coming out of school like we're we're thinking oh man I have to get a job because I got to start making money like as quickly as possible and uh, that urgency leads us to making making poor decisions so uh, we, you really have to step back and figure out okay like what am I looking for number one what do I want what environment do I want to be in and mm -hmm. then come up with a list of questions because at the end of the day you're interviewing them just as much they're, as they're interviewing you and um, and I think I mean there was just it's, it's still so valuable that you went through that and you who knows you probably wouldn't be where you're at right now if it wasn't for that experience so um, so there is value in that and 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 it, it sucks while it's happening, but again, looking back at it, I'm sure for you, uh, it's like I, that had to happen uh, mm -hmm. to to be the person that you are today. So, um, 
so kind of diving into that, what, like, give us like a couple questions that you think uh, a new grad PT should ask at the interview. Yeah, so uh, one thing I wanted to add to what you said, too, is you said uh, taking that first job based on urgency. I would also say urgency is a, is emotion in that situation. So you got to be careful not to make that decision based on your emotion with the money. Mm, yes, of it. yes. Um, but some of the most important questions I think, and you can you can pitch in, of course, whenever you feel, but the first one would be mentorship. I think that mentorship is very important as a new grad because you go from a school setting and I don't know if your programs were anything like mine, but I finished my clinical rotations before I actually graduated. I had a classroom setting before I graduated from PT school with a lot of manual therapy classes. So I didn't get that interaction right when I graduated. So um, I would ask about mentorship. That's very important, which by the way, I also wrote an article about how to choose the right job right out of PT school for newgradpt.com. Uh, so make sure you check that out. So all of the right answers are there. Um, <laughs> so I would ask about mentorship. You want to make sure, and it's not really a question, but you want to observe. You want to go in and watch the way the clinic runs. And mm -hmm. I would recommend and almost pose that you do that for one to two days because you wanna see how the staff interacts with each other, how does the staff interact with their patients, how do the patients interact with each other, you know, and, and how are things ran? Is it too busy for you, is it chaotic? Does it look like anybody's doing anything important? Does it look like anybody's doing anything you don't like? And ask questions about why they perform certain things a certain way. Why are the evals done out, out, out of a room, out of a private room, if that's what you're seeing, you know, like being specific about what you want to know. And then another one I would recommend is you actually have to talk about money during those interviews and figure out what exactly is involved in that salary. You're coming out of school with a doctorate degree. I, I was very like humble when I came out of school and I never called myself doctor. I never, I never negotiated my salary. I never asked for more. I told them that I was valuable or worth more, but now going back, like, heck yeah, I would have negotiated that. It's just one of those things you have to talk about that on day one. If they offer you $60,000 and you just say, okay, well, that shows them that you're going to be a pushover. You can't do that. You have to say, you know, this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm willing to take. Let's start there. And what's involved in that? What are my benefits? Is that health insurance? Is that 401k? What about CEUs? Continuing it is another great question to ask. Do they cover any of it? If not, what happens with the PTO? Do you have to take that from your PTO from the year? Do you get sick days? How does all of that work around? If it's a clinic that's open four days a week, can you make up a day that you miss on the other day? Or do you have to wait and come back the next week and take that day of PTO? Asking all of those specific questions is really, really important. Um, another question that I would ask about is how many patients an hour? That was a big deal for me. I didn't ask that question again. So I got thrown, um, not under the bus, but I got thrown into an outpatient setting and it was very overwhelming initially. But if you would ask that question and you'll get a lot of those questions answered just by observing for that day or two. But if you can go ahead and get all of that answered at the end of the day, you're going to have a good gut feeling on whether this is the right choice for you or not. And again, it's like Javi said, like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves going out of school to pick the perfect job. I don't want you to think that you're going, you have to pick the perfect job. Like I get it, but you want to pay attention to all of these sides of things. Like are, are they using systems or things that are going to help you out? Do they have business managers that are going to help you with scheduling or are you in charge of everything? How does the billing work? Do they have requirements for that? That was another thing. I didn't understand insurance when I graduated PT school. 
I didn't know. So I just did whatever they told me to do. And then now I'm like, oh, well, I probably should have educated myself. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's just one of those things. But yeah, ask any question that comes to mind. And it's very important to do your research going in there for your interview as well. So know about the clinic. Read the About Me page on their website. Look at the reviews on Google. Pay attention to what's happening in the area. What kind of um, atmosphere do they have? You know, like if they have no Google reviews and they've been there for like three years, you might want to kind of look into that a little more because there's a reason patients aren't talking about it or there's no marketing. So you got to kind of pay attention to those things. I could go on and on about that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, man, I, I can, I can tell, I and mean, it's just you, just you just like so, so much value for for new grad PTs right now because a lot of the times, like we were talking about, like you just you don't even. I mean, you might be a little bit scared to ask those types of questions, but at the end of the day, like if you don't ask those questions, you just don't know. And there's just so much value in, in asking the right questions and really looking, looking for specific answers. Because if you don't like the mm-hmm. answers to those questions, like why would you accept that job? Because at the end of the day, if, if you're not happy, then what's the point? Um, mm-hmm. Especially after so much, you know, so much time and effort that you put into, into PT school and graduating, um, yeah. you, sh- you should be happy in a position that you're in. And the fact that you mentioned like, um, and, and I tell this to, to students all the time, it's like, there's so much value in actually, you know, observing, like, let's say they do offer you the job. Cool. Say, Hey, before I, you know, I, I decide and confirm that this is what I want to do. Is it okay if I observe for, like you said, one or two days, figure out, okay, is everything that they told me matching up uh, to what I see? And if it's mm-hmm. not start asking questions, if it is, okay, cool. I, I recommend two days because sometimes, you know, if people notice that you're there, that you're there, uh, they, they kind of step up, loosen their game up a little. <laughs> they loosen up a little bit, they step up their game a little bit. So, I mean, if, if you want to like go to like an extreme, even a week, shoot, if, if you really yeah. want to, if you really want to make sure that that's, that's where you, you should be. Um, so, so I think you mentioned something really important too, is the fact that, uh, you know, coming out of school, we have a doctorate degree and we should negotiate our salary and we should, because, uh, from a private, let's say from a private practice pers- uh, owner perspective like why wouldn't they try and pay you less like they're they're a business owner they're trying to you know pay the bills as well they have mm-hmm. things going on so so why would they give you as much as they could possibly possibly give you so there's always some nego- room for, for room for negotiation but aside from that like obviously um i'm sure that there are other ways to to be able to increase your demand and increase uh, well increase your worth and demand your worth really coming out of school. So, um, I think, I think one part of it too, and, and, uh, and I, I, I'm not sure if you agree, but you know, coming out of school, like, yeah, we all, we do have doctorates, but there's also a lot of us graduating. So, so how do you set yourself apart from everyone else? And how do you make yourself comfortable to know that you're, you're worth more? And uh, I think it starts, I think it starts with, with that first, knowing, knowing your worth, because coming out of school, we don't, we don't have that much self-confidence or a feeling of self-worth. So, so how, what would you say to a new grad PT who maybe is struggling with that? Um, are there any things that they should be doing, you know, um, well, if they're new grad PT that they should be doing right away, but if it's a PT, a PT student listening to this right now, like, what would you say to them um, yeah. as far as that goes? Yeah. Start building confidence now by utilizing personal development is the biggest thing. And it, again, if you follow me on social media, that's all I talk about. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, I've had a complete 360 from things like this. So start with personal development. And like Javi said, find what your worth is. Figure out what your passion is and start building confidence. The ways that you can do that are reading books, 
but I really always recommend journaling and writing down such things like strengths and weaknesses. Start journaling every day after practicals. If you happen to do well on a practical, not so well on a practical, still journal about it. Make sure you figure out the ways that you can improve and start working on your confidence. Another thing that I would recommend, especially to help you with negotiating skills or especially to help you with confidence levels when you get out of PT school is start learning business and sales, start learning marketing, start learning the behind the scenes things. Those are all the things that nobody teaches you in school. And I don't know that they will anytime soon, but start learning them now on your own, reading books, finding online mentorship, finding mentors like hobby, finding people that know these things, learn them as a student or right when you get out of school, because that's something in that negotiating room that you can say, Hey, I know how to do funnels or, Hey, I know how to do online marketing. I would take over the entire social media marketing. If you can, increase that to here or it puts you apart because you have a skill that no one else has you're guaranteeing value with marketing which is going to bring them more money and then they now really do want you so but you have to be confident to do that and that all starts with yourself and building on yourself and figuring out what your strengths and weaknesses are and trying to work on the weaknesses to make them stronger I'm a big believer that your weaknesses can improve so paying attention to what those are me, for instance, it is like I love doing videos and I love to talk, as I'm sure you've noticed already. So that's a strength of mine. So I would love I would be a great online promoter for businesses. I love doing that kind of thing. Something I'm not so great at is the behind the scenes algorithms with Facebook or like email automations. I don't like to spend time with that kind of thing. So I'm not going to say I do it. <laughs> I don't build my confidence on it. But, you know, like I'm, I'm working on it. So. Finding what those strengths are. What do you like to do? What are you passionate about that could improve your PT career? Mm -hmm. And then focus on that and build on that and find someone to help mentor you through to improve those skills because you can massively improve. You can start a business immediately out of school. You can do anything that you want to do, but you have to have confidence in yourself and you have to believe in yourself or it's not going to happen like you want it to. A absolutely. I mean, I mean Kay Kaylee's spitting fire right now. And it's just, it's so true. I mean, in order for us to set ourselves apart from everyone else, we have to learn things that no one else in our profession has or, or very few of them. And, uh -huh. um, and for someone who's listening to this and is like, well, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Um, and obviously it's not for everyone, right? Everyone can do it, but some people just don't want to do it. And that's completely fine. But um, Kaylee, wh why would you say as a staff PT, it's still important to learn these skills. Like what, what can you get out of that? I mean, aside from everything you just said, like, do, are you still able to, you know, make more money? Are you still able to provide more value to your employer that may promote you a bit quicker? Like I, I'm, I'm guessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and also think about it. You're selling plan of care all day, every day. Like regardless of if you work for yourself or someone else, if you don't know how to sell that plan of care, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. If you don't believe in yourself, they're not coming back. So it's just like, you've got to learn those skills and you can bring so much value in so many ways and in so many ways, bringing yeah. health and wellness or after rehab type programs into, into that clinic. Like there's so many things you can do. Yeah, there, there's just yeah, so many things out there that we just have to become more aware about and then kind of figure out how it plays into what we want to do. Um, and then uh, a big a big part of it, too, I feel is um, is like like you said, the, the personal development is everything, because I think a lot of us focus so much on professional development and, you know, getting CEUs, uh, you know, developing our clinical skills, which is great. It's good. However, clinical skills doesn't contrary to to, you know, popular belief, it doesn't build confidence. You have to, if you're so focused on professional development, but you're not like 
taking care of number one, yourself, your mind, you, you need more work than <laughs> like everyone needs to focus more on themselves and, and, you know, have that personal development. It's just so important. And the fact that you go live every single day on mindset, I think that's the best thing that, that you can do. And that's actually what more people need. Uh, the, the professional skills, you can get those, but the toughest one, the toughest thing to develop is, is your mind. And if you start doing that, um, from an early, you know, uh, age, either in PT school as a new grad PT, if you start doing that, a lot of those self-confidence and self-worth worth issues start to, to go away. Now you combine, you combine learning new skills that no one else in the profession has. And now your confidence is skyrocketed. Um, and of course, I think a key thing that you brought up too is mentorship. Um, obviously, we've both been blessed with having an amazing mentor in Greg Todd and SSPT. Um, and, and it's just like, no, no one can go at it alone. I don't care who you are. You need help. You need mm -hmm. someone to, to kind of tell you, hey, this is what I did. Uh, these are the things that I would avoid. This is what I would do differently. Um, this is what you should do. And, and who allows you to kind of figure things out on your own, yes, but at least is guiding you through your journey. Because uh, like I said, no one can go at it alone. If, if you try, you might succeed. I'm not saying you can't, but it might be 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years from now. And at that point, you're like, shoot, like this whole time, I could have just paid someone or, or mm -hmm. hired someone uh, or asked for help. And I could have gotten, uh, I could have achieved those goals um, in maybe, you know, a year, three years, five years, like, it's, it's just amazing what that does. And for both of us, we've been, like I said, blessed to have that. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just, I think that's one of the main reasons why we are where we are right now and especially on this podcast together. So um, yeah, I, yeah, appreciate you, you uh, bringing that, that topic up. I know it gets us both fired up, so. <laughs> it does. It does. It's so important, though. Like I said, it's just a um, mentorship. Like, you get it through school because you have professors and you have clinical, clinical instructors, but we graduate, and then we're just all of a sudden on our own. That's hard as a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard because I literally remember thinking to myself, oh, this person's life is in my hands. I know it may not be that dramatic, but to me it was. And then I had to hit sign on my very first document, and I was like, oh, Am I going to get sued? <laughs> it was just like this whole array of emotions. And it's just like a, if I would have had somebody not holding my hand, but kind of being like, these are the things to avoid. Think about this. Don't do this type thing. I don't know that I would have had as much trouble as I did. I really right. don't think I would have because I would have had a little more guidance. And I'm not saying that that's anybody's fault but my own, but it's just you don't get it. It's just not there for us unless you ask for it. Right. Right. And, and on the topic of mentorship, it's finding mentors in, in like different areas of your life. So obviously uh, finding a mentor at a school, whether it's at a private practice or whatever setting you decide, but if it's formal or not, like having someone there that you can like bounce ideas off of, off of that you can ask questions clinically. Uh, so clinically cool, have a mentor clinically figure out like we talked about other skills that you need to learn as well mm -hmm. so maybe you have to find a different type of mentor in a different type of environment whether it's online face to face there every people are more willing to help than than we might think we just have to ask or look for the right people to help us and and find those people who are where we want to be and just really really listen to them and no one else because ultimately uh, why listen to someone who hasn't achieved what you want to achieve it doesn't make any sense because they don't know what they're talking about essentially <laughs> so <laughs> it's so true though 
it's it's a fact it's a fact don't be following no bobos yeah, yes, yes. I get told that all the time. Exactly. Don't follow no Bobo PTs. Come on now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who hate their her, who hate their life and hate the, their career? Like that's not a person. Yeah. That's not the right mentor. Not at all. Not at all. So and they're uh, really not that hard to find either. You really just have to find someone that you connect with. I do recommend finding someone that is willing to talk to you before you purchase something. Mm-hmm. because it's, it's not just a course you're purchasing. You're purchasing something to improve and uplift your career. So it is important to find the right mentor. Um, but people like Javi and, and I would love to help you like with that, especially being in this group with Javi, if you're listening, just ask him. Like He's able to direct you in all of those different directions because we're very familiar with how those things look now. Exactly. exactly. And we've just experienced so much in the past uh, you know, couple of years uh-huh. that, that we have a lot of answers that, that new grad PTs uh, like yourself, if you're listening to this, have. So reach out to Kaylee, reach out to myself. We're more than willing to, to have a conversation with you. We, we actually love it. Um, <laughs> uh, we, it might be at 2 a.m., but it'll happen. But it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, just to kind of bring it up, uh, Kaylee actually has. So obviously, uh, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, this uh, podcast right now, uh, you should be a part of the New Grad PT Mentorship Community. Uh, Kaylee has uh, her own community uh, called, what is it called again? I don't want to butcher it. The Femalepreneur Society, business yeah. coaching for the healthcare professional. I love it. I love it. So um, a little plug for Kaylee there. If anyone wants to join her, her group, go for it. It's amazing. Kaylee's amazing. She's partnered up with Angel, who's someone else we've had on the podcast uh, previously. So um, if you are interested, like find them on Facebook and they'll, they'll help you out with that. Um, but boost up your life for sure. sure. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, uh, so yeah, that, that is so important to, to bring up. Uh, I know we've talked about a lot of different pieces of advice throughout the entire podcast, but if we had to like narrow it down to one or maybe one that you haven't mentioned yet, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a new grad PT who is kind of struggling with maybe clarity direction, or it just doesn't know what to do next. Mm Mm-hmm. First and foremost, know that you can do anything. Nobody can take your dreams away from you. Your passion is a passion for a reason. So I struggled for the longest time with the passion of what I wanted to do, but I kept letting people bring me down. And what I mean by that is other people succeeding in that area or other people doing what I wanted to do. You have got to run your own race and you can do it. You just have to be able to get your focus right. And I call it perspective shifting. You have to look at the perspective that you have and build it to a positive perspective. Visualize what it is you want. Have passion for it and just start. The best piece of advice I can give anyone is to just start. And if you don't know what that is, that's fine. Start journaling what you might want. Start journaling what you think you want. Start looking at what you think you want. Maybe you want an online business. Maybe you want to have a cash pay practice. Maybe you want a brick and mortar practice. Maybe you want to work for someone. That's great. Start figuring out what it is that you want. Focus on yourself. Put yourself first for a minute and figure out what those goals are. What are your aspirations? Who inspires you? And surround yourself with people that inspire you. Because if you're around a bunch of people that aren't accomplishing anything and they're all complaining about their life and their job, then you're going to complain about your life and your job and you're not going to like where you are either. You have to be able to set yourself apart and understand that you have to run your own race. Doesn't mean you're doing it alone. It just means that you have laser focus on what you want in life and you can have that. It's there. It's waiting for you to go get. You just have to figure that out. And one of the biggest things that I like to remind myself is there are patients, there are clients, there are people out there waiting for you to do what you're good at. 
So stop being afraid. Stop letting things get in your way and just go for it. Just do it. I love it. I love it. That that fired me up right now. I'm ready to continue working for like the next four hours. Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> I love it. So on the topic of like, you know, finding your passion and finding what, mm -hmm. what inspires you and what you're, uh, you know, coming up with those big goals and dreams that you have, what's next for you? What, what are your biggest goals for 2019? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, my biggest goal is to be able to get consistent enough with my business to hire someone to help me. That would be amazing. That's a big goal of mine. I am now seven months from owning it, which is great. And I'm super excited and it's getting very busy and I love it. Um, and I also would really like to introduce myself into more of the educational professional side of things. So helping to educate clinicians in the area on postpartum athletes so that's been in the works, actually, starting in February. I'm doing a couple of series there with that. So that'll be a lot of fun, too. Um, launching my online portion of my business, which will be an option. And then also another online business I'm working on. Whoa. So not exposing that one yet. Lots of cool things to come. If you follow me on social media, you will find all of these amazing things out. Um, also, on a side note, my husband and I are deciding to get a dog. Not have kids, but get a dog. Oh, <laughs> so that's, awesome. that's super exciting. That's... Um, we bought our house last year, and we've decided to get a dog. And I really just want to take this year. One, of, my only resolution I had was to continue to have laser focus on what it is I deserve. So not necessarily what I want, but what I deserve in life. And like I said, you can have whatever you want. You just have to be able to focus on it. And I know I haven't done that as much as I needed to either because I've been paying a lot of attention to everything else and things that can go wrong. But as soon as you switch your mindset to everything that's going right, all the blessings you have and all of the things that you deserve in life, it all just starts happening. All the doors open and it's really fun and it's amazing. But that is a short list of the things to come in 2019. <laughs> we also have lots of conferences, training, all good stuff. All good stuff. All good stuff. I, I love it, Kaylee. I love it. So if you like that last bit, go check out Kaylee on Facebook, <laughs> friend her on Facebook, because she, she posts stuff like this all the time. And it just fires me up every single time I watch one of her videos. Uh, she doesn't know I watch like the replays, but I'm watching and, <laughs> and I absolutely love them. So, um, so thank you for being an inspiration uh, to, to us all. What, uh, where, where, where can people find more, more about you? Um, yeah. What, what social media platforms and what handles? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I have under my personal page is Kaylee Garrett Simmerman. You can follow my business page, which is more related to pelvic flora and my business, uh, Dr. Kaylee Garrett Simmerman, PTDPT. I know, it's ironic, the same name. Anyways, and then my Insta handle is at KGSimPTDPT. I am also working on reworking that and rebranding and doing a lot of fun things there. So Instagram and Facebook are my hubs. I am on Twitter and YouTube, but not as often as Facebook and Instagram. So all of my things are linked through those two platforms. Um, and of course, my business website, which is on there as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I had an amazing time with you tonight, Haley. Um, just thank you for, I mean, being a friend, number one. And you just motivate me like with everything that you're doing. Um, like and everything that, that you're doing is just like, it's just, it's just amazing to have another voice out there helping, you know, you know, young professionals who might be wanting to do the same things um, mm -hmm. that, that you're doing and just showing them that it is possible. Uh, it is mm -hmm. possible, like you said, to achieve anything you want in life. You just have to be laser focused and focus on what you deserve. So, uh, mm -hmm. so, so thank you again for being on this podcast and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much.
All righty. Have a great night. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.